Hey, how's it going, Lee? Hi. <laughs> okay. That was great. <laughs> Full of enthusiasm, I see. Yes. You were saying you were saying that everything's on fire. Everything around us is on fire except for this podcast. Yeah, because you people don't listen. Yeah, you people. You people. What do you mean by you people? <laughs> no, but literally, there's a lot of fires around us. Corona, like Azusa. Yeah, but kind of scary. It's hot out there. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not like it was already hot, metaphorically speaking. That's how so? we're in. What are you talking about? There's just a lot of things that are hot right now, you know? Such a lot of tensions out there in the streets. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, there's nothing going on. Everything's fine. Nothing's on fire. Not close by, though. But there's fires up in the valley, I think it is. Up there, too. Yeah. Santa Clarita. Mm-hmm. It's past uh, Six Flags, I think. You know what? There's nothing we can do about it, really. It's just it's just a phenomena, right? Well, it's called fire season. It's called fire season for, for a reason. reason. Yeah, because you know what? I wonder. I wonder if um. I wonder if California will just burn itself down, burn to the ground. Yeah, and start over again. I mean, it's already happening. People are leaving. No one's really happy with California right now. You were saying that there's someone. There's a. There's some efforts to recall Mr. Newsom. Apparently, he came out with another order where he's trying to pass some bills. Gavin Newsom's? To, uh, Newsom's, to um, make it harder to purchase your weapons, your firearms and whatnot. That's what my cousin was telling me. Why? Because criminals obey the law? You know, that's the logic that I think um, everyone, it's called common sense, apparently. That's what we're all using now in days. Yeah. Two plus two. Is greater than or less than four. Did you know that? I learned that in calculus. That sounds racist, but okay. Ooh, he went there. Early in the show, too. (laughs) So we wanted to do like a prelude, I guess you could say. A preview uh, intro? Intro into a new, I guess you can call it series. I don't know. We're just going to go through... Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos. We read this and had um, discussions in our Bible study group, and we figured let's talk about it here. And and the reason being is, I think most importantly, is the scriptural truths that he highlights and underscores through his psychological framework. And that's really how I found out... um, not about him, but just about the Bible study group. I know we've gotten into that. So go back to that episode. I forget which one, but just find it. Just listen to all of them, and then you'll find it. Um, so we're going to go through his book because we find ourselves, sorry, in a time where what he discussed in that book, it's time to, I guess you could say, enact out some of those rules or principles. And so... The hope is that we can highlight what we find in those in in these rules, the truths, and whatnot, just to kind of break it down and, and talk about it from our perspective. And hopefully, the goal is that you know we'll, we'll learn something out of this, and whoever decides to give us a listen, they'll learn something from this, and you know have continue the the discussion in their own personal influence circles of influence. It's definitely yeah, it's definitely helped us, and so we just kind of want to 
pass it along, right? Pass along the things we've learned, the um, things he's learned too. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, scripturally and how a lot of these things, these things in life, I don't know why I said things like that. It's kind of weird. A lot of these things in life, <laughs> they, uh, they make a lot of sense. It's when you look at scripture and like you're saying, with his background in psychology, he's he's reaching the same truth. He's reaching the same conclusions as far as life and suffering and love, parenting, what have you, relationships. Right. Yeah. Being honest. I mean, it it covers a lot. So we kind of just mm-hmm. we've kind of decided about this a long time ago. Yeah, it was like a month ago or. Six weeks ago had to be. Well, I mean, you, you know, time time kind of slowed down in 2020. So you could say three weeks. And, and for some people, that sounds the same as March 15th. Yeah, we got to, we got to, you know, um, what is it? Flat, flatten the curve. Is, is that still a thing? I don't even know, to be honest. <laughs> I just remember we were. It was a thing. We were doing that and then not anymore. Now we're doing a new thing. Now we're doing a new thing, which is. I don't know. Pay attention, people. Open your eyes. I mean, <laughs> I know I was joking around, and I, and I heard this at a comedy at the comedy store actually about 2020 being the year of vision. I think people are starting to see? open their eyes and They're see, to see a little bit behind the behind that curtain. Like uh, why uh, this whole world pedophile ring from the elites? Why it's not being talked about enough? Mm-hmm. But Everything else is. Apparently, Hillary Clinton lost the appeal, and so now she has to testify. Oh, good re- for her. As it relates to the emails server and whatnot. Nice. That's, I mean, I saw this on Instagram story, so it could totally be just yeah, fake news and whatnot. But That's so cool. Good, good for her. I know, she, I know she always likes to uh, speak out, so. Yeah. She, she that's her favorite up. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And she'll probably talk about losing <laughs> the Trump in 2016. <laughs> Somewhere in there. It's possible. It's interesting that you have that on her end, and then on, on Bill Clinton's end, you have his name in flight records or, or the flight book. And and there was a, a victim of Jeffrey Epstein's sex ring, and his name popped up. So it's interesting what's going on with that. So there's a lot of um, unmasking, if you will, General Flynn, no pun intended. <laughs> that was a good one, actually. Anyways, so, yeah, all that to say is there's a lot going on. And I think if we can preview one of the chapters, I know he goes into, Jordan Peter goes into what you see is what you value or what you value is what you see, right? So if we say that we value truth, I, I think it's interesting, right? If you think about, even though it's a joke about 2020 being the year of vision, there's been this emphasis and push and it's been hammered, I guess you can say from different groups and whatnot about how, you know, fact checking and, and truth and, and versus lies as it relates to like, you know, covering Trump and whatnot. So it's interesting that the value is truth, right? And honesty and whatnot and facts. And despite the efforts to, perhaps mangle what is said from the president, the truth 
right? The the, the truth will set you free, or the, or the truth will always, um, what is it? How you say it? I guess, um, the truth will always come out. Basically, you can you can't distinguish it. It's it's the the verse. I'm trying to think. Of, there's two different verses, right? The truth shall set you free. There's that one, but then there's one where it says that eventually the truth will come out, and I forget. Eventually, all things will come to light. Yeah, there you go. You're you're so good at this. It's okay. And then the, the 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 other one I think I think about is how the darkness couldn't comprehend the light. So the those dar- two, the darkness cannot comprehend the darkness the light. cannot comprehend the light. Yeah. So those two to me are connected as it relates to what we're seeing, right? And to me, that was when back to Peterson. That was the biggest um, draw for me was that. He said, Peterson said, that you cannot manipulate reality, that you can... Oh, but some of us love to do that. Yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> right? COVID. Um, <laughs> no, that... COVID. Uh, who was it? Somebody, and I don't know if it was ABC, maybe it was NBC. Locally, they're talking about the corona's numbers going down and that. Job numbers are going Hospitalization up. is down, but deaths are still kind of steady. But cases are... Anyways, and how they're just going through it. Oh, yeah. It's, and even Gavin Newsom has said that we're turning a corner. And it's like, oh, I wonder why. I wonder if there was something that happened, you know, a couple months ago that might have spiked everything. Yeah. Again. Who knows? I don't know. We'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. We'll just never know because of science, you know. Just keep on moving. Yeah. Just don't look over there. That's uh, Uncle Joe. Nothing to see here, folks. Yeah. It's interesting how it's like science is this almighty entity and power, and we must follow the science and believe it. And science, at the very core, its principle is to always doubt and to always prove. It's always to prove it. it's wrong. This- Your theory's wrong. This whole time we thought these these amusement park rides were fun and, you know, we we always thought like, oh, yeah, it's something to look forward to. But this whole time it's just been conditioning us with yeah. that. Please keep your hands and feet in the vehicle while it's moving until it comes to a complete stop. Like That's the ultimate conspiracy theory. So that's like, yeah, I'm saying like that's, that's the total like, oh, no, you need to stay home. Wear you, a need mask. To, you need to wear a mask. Yeah, protect protect yourself and protect others. Do you care about others? And oh, you want to go to the bar? You want to get a haircut? How dare you? You're gonna kill. You're gonna kill grandma. Uh, what? Yeah, I didn't realize people wanting to have a life and just just ban death. Yeah, basically, that? just, just tax it or ban it or somehow. Yeah, if yeah. only there was someone that conquered death. Hmm, that's such a <laughs> weird concept. <laughs> Do you know who? I feel like you should know. I, I think we'll get into it. I think we might. I think we might know the answer. But we won't say it right now. For those that are still listening. Yeah. If we didn't lose you. <laughs> lose you. At the right and left. Their shenanigans. I don't know where we were, but it's okay. I think why I think why we're doing this, first of all, is that, one, while we talk, whatever it is that we're talking about, a lot of times I l- we learn by talking. And I think that's a big problem, but it's also a benefit because we're going to say some dumb things. 
we say a lot of dumb things on here. And we At have. least for me. I yep. speak for myself. Uh, for anyone who does know, does know me in my personal life, knows that I say the most outlandish things at times. No, you, you know, you're just a dad with funny dad jokes. I am. I'm all about the dad jokes. Dad jokes. <laughs> I'm sure one day I'll, I'll, uh, I'll come up with a comedy special and call it Dad Jokes and see if I can go for an hour just doing dad jokes. That would be interesting. I don't know if anyone's ever done it. Just reading from like a little little note card or something, little little. Uh... Yeah, maybe just coming up with some materials. You know <laughs> what I mean? And then there was the idea that we talked about last week. That I don't we can't wanna, share it. I don't want to share. Then that someone's going to steal our idea. Yeah, that's uh, copyright. Never. I'm do, I'm really jazzed on that idea. Don't do that. It'll, it, you'll see it. You'll see it. It'll come out. Don't worry. Don't fret. So Peterson, right now. What, I mean, how did you find out about Peterson? I think it was at Long Beach when we went to go see him. That was 2018. So 2018. Uh, I heard about Peterson originally from my friend Alex. Oh, okay, yeah. He was uh, trying to get me to watch his videos, and he told me about his his uh, books coming out. I think, yeah, this was before 12 Rules was released, but uh, he was just sharing that. Um, he actually learned a lot from him. As far as uh, like life advice, how to make sense of certain things, and you know, mm-hmm. at first I was like, "Oh, it's just another self-help guy," you know. But uh, yeah, I started watching his videos, and uh, so this was prior to 2018 when we went to go see him Long Beach. How about like a year or two? Before? Maybe like a year before that. Okay. Yeah, because I think he popped up in 2016. Yeah. So. In 2016, he opposed in Canada, he's Canadian, uh, a bill, uh, was called Bill C-16, I believe, fact checkers can fact check, that essentially made it illegal to mispronounce or mispronoun, or what do you call it? Misidentify? Misidentify. um, Misgender? Misgender, there you go. Misgender an individual who decided, who, who... is calling themselves a different gender or and whatnot, which um you know, there's non binary, there's trans and there's um you name it, right? There's all these it's fluid and whatnot, sexuality versus um gender, whatnot. So there's this um push to make it so that if you misgender someone, they will be liable and fined and jailed and whatnot. So he poses because of his um I mean, extensive research is extensive understanding of of what language, the 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 role of language, the the role of uh, freedom of expression plays in as it relates to as we were discussing earlier, as it relates to understanding how to um, talk out right our, our ideas because we're not going to really know what it is that we understand until we say it out loud. Which is right that which we can say again, confirming that as a truth by saying that you know believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, which is what scripture would say, right? So that we can say that we we align ourselves with that truth. That's yeah, that's pretty straightforward. So that's when he really blew up, and he was doing lectures um, on YouTube, the, yeah, before, before that, that. So he was at Harvard for some time, and then went to Toronto, and then yeah, this whole thing came about, and then. Um, I think his first interview was on Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan experience. 
I believe. I, was I don't going know. Way back. I know it was early on though. I know it was yeah. like one of the first interviews he did, and you know, he kind of went from there. He just caught yeah. fire, and then the IDW was, and, was created, and and it's interesting too because I, I almost think like yeah, the the opposition is what made him famous because yeah, he himself was saying, look on a personal level, if I have a student. And if they were to let me know or ask me to refer to them by by a different pronoun, he's like, I have no problem doing that. I have no problem going about it that way. He, you know, but his problem was with the government instituting a new law, saying we're not going to make this. We're going to take legal action against you if. You don't abide by this rule, this law, whether or not you know it's a law or not. We're going to, you're you're going to go right to jail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no pun intended. Actually, if you don't, if you don't uh, comply, serious consequences with or without prior knowledge. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He's just saying, is this a matter of principle? It's a matter of free speech. It's a matter of, you know, like you're saying, for some people, some people just need to think out loud. That's how they. That's how they process things. It's by speaking. It's by having discussions with others. And that's their way of sorting things out, so to speak. Iron sharpens iron. For some people. Come, yeah. let us reason together. Yes. I think that's very important, right? Because at the end of the day, I mean, if you're just talking to yourself, that's called... I don't know what that's called. What's that called when you talk to yourself? That just means uh, you're from Santa Ana. <laughs> Stand on the corner, Santana. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's just a healthy part of what we, we you know what makes the society work is talking to one another. That's that's point blank, right? Yeah. I mean, it's called the um, arena, right? The arena of ideas. I forget how you say it now. The arena of ideas. Yeah, basically, you wanna you wanna fight in in the battlefield of ideas or something like, something to that effect, right? So if you want, if you think a bad idea is, if you think someone's idea is, is terrible and misguided, then you you combat that by by presenting, you know, a better argument, better evidence. That was the whole point of speech and debate. I think it is what it, you call it, um, or debate in general. Mm-hmm. But perhaps even that is not. The right method, because debate is. There's got to be a winner, I think, in the debate context rather than a discussion context, right? So, so there was that, right? There's that whole uh, phenomena, but then it's interesting from like that whole era, like 2016 to 2018. It, it's like these these um, a lot of professors actually, a lot of intellectuals. There were some that are outside of the bubble, like Joe Rogan, but that's a whole different. That would be a whole different um, episode. Do you think Trump helped all that? I think Trump was part of that. He helped magnify the, yeah, the 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 disc, discourse. Yeah, I think so. I think it. At, I think what, at least for me personally, what Trump re- represented was individual um, individuality as it relates to being who you are, being your own person. Right. It wasn't subscribing to a group think and whatnot it was saying what you said what you wanted to say and letting the chips fall where they may and 
at that time, it became apparent how important that was. And I mean, you can make the argument that it still is very important. So that, that to me was a big um, traction to Port Peterson as well, was that he was thinking for himself. It was a part of the, I guess, counterculture, if you can yeah. put it that way. Yeah. It was a, a counter, it was like a counterculture moment or movement. Or politically, culturally, socially. I, think I would say it was more are, cultural. Things are moving in a certain direction. Yeah. I would say it was a cultural thing. It started culturally. Yeah. To me, Trump represents a, a culture. Peterson, Sam Harris, Ben Shapiro, it's, it's a culture where I think politics, as we're seeing today, is more about manipulation and it's it's kind of become politics. It's like you're saying that because because of uh, Andrew Breitbart's quote about how politics is downstream from, from culture. culture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would say that, that that's kind Ac- of in the background accurate. of all this. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. It, if you think about... Um, you know, Marxism and socialism; those are cultural movements because it's it's a philosophy, it's a way of thinking and and of being. My grandparents and parents were wrong, right? We need to change their way of thinking, their old guard. Their, we need to dissolve their wealth, the property, because right. patriarchy. If you want to say the U.S. is a patriarchy or or our society as a whole. You would say that that the patriarchy is the culture of our society. We subscribe to that. You can argue that's what has, in some sense, has allowed. Well, even not even just this culture, but I think majority of cultures, if you look at it, yeah, that have maybe now we're both burping out here, huh? Rough dinner. That has allowed, huh? I don't think so. (laughs) That has allowed. humanity to, to prosper and move forward and actually progress, right? I think there's arguments to be made about I don't know if there's any books been written or studies been published about this, but I imagine that's... That the patriarchy contributed to expansion, extri- to te- technology and, and breakthroughs? I think so. And I would make that argument. I don't know how to do it, but it would take a while to put the pieces together, but yeah. there's something there. So... So you have, I mean, if you think about the IDW, it's majority male. Liberal male, actually, to be more political liberal on doubt. that end of it. Liberal out males. Liberal white males, because obviously, you know. And they're all white. Yeah, they're all white. Majority of them are white, at least. I mean, Ben Shapiro's a, um, he's a Jew, so I don't know Jewish. if that still counts. What depends who you ask. Some some people will say, oh, yeah, those Jews are white. And yeah, that's, or if you ask Nick Cannon. That's the canon. Prior to uh, his apology. There's other... <laughs> Ice Cube. There's other trains of thoughts, schools of thoughts that say, no, Jew, Jewish people are not white. They're their own... Culture. Yeah. Which is interesting, right? Again, culture. Well, we, why yeah. do we have Judeo-Christian values? Because of what the scriptures Because they're, old, they're old, bro. Huh? They're old. They're old. They're outdated. They're outdated. We updated. update it. They're from a long We know time better because we have science. Isn't that the isn't that the crux of all this? I was actually thinking about how I mean, I was watching what's his name? RC Sproul? Or listening to him rather. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how is it how is it that we're supposed to approach scripture so that we can interpret it correctly or you know mm-hmm. more um accurately. 
And his point was that we need to read it in a way that isn't offensive, first of all. That, but it, that isn't? That is not offensive. To, to us? It, to, or to others? To the actual, to what it's saying, to the word. So he was he, he brought up the point of someone made an argument about the fish and saying that it was just a magic trick. The disciples were bringing in fish to be able to feed everybody. It was an actual miracle, whatnot. Smoking mirrors. Yeah. By saying, well, if you literally read it that way, then he was talking about literal versus like figurative. Yeah. Versus like just understanding that this is what scripture is saying based off of knowing if it's a letter, if it's a poem, if it's a psalm, if it's, you know, the context of whatever's being said in that. So, where was I going with this? The point is, is interpreting that scripture. You interpret scripture like Pearson says, right? When it comes to reading books, word by word, sentence by sentence, paragraph by paragraph, page by page, and then you um, compare that to the whole book, right? And that's the whole point of being able to understand scripture more accurately. That scripture interprets itself as yeah. well. Cross-reference, right? He, he mentioned. What, yeah, what Peterson calls it's uh, hyperlink. Hyperlink. There you go. Yeah. Actually, I remember my uncle, he would um, read, I don't know, like different versions of, of like or um, not versions, but not interpretations. Like NSB versus King James versus New King James. Those are versions, yeah. So versions. Or and translations. Translations, there you go. And then he would read also read like the um the ones that kind of sub um that help you to understand some of the words and language of it. Or references. Con- uh, concordance, references. Concordance, yeah. Um I forget the name of it, but yeah, there's a lot of uh like study guides. Yeah, and, basically like a study yeah. guide to Bible and I remember him saying that what he was looking for was a contradiction within scripture itself. Within scripture itself. And I and I never understood I mean, why he said that or what it meant. It's possible because like you're talking about interpretation, it could come down to the person reading it and reaching their own conclusion. Right. So their own they have their own we all have our own biases, we all have our own, right? Mm-hmm. Point of view or slants or angles, but yeah, you have to, you have to examine scripture and then stack it up with, well, where else is this talked about? So then that, that, that gets into, you know, um, what, what we know about my truth versus objective truth. Right. Mm. So if, if everything comes down to how you interpret it, but then if that doesn't match with realities, and that's that was that, that was what I was going to bring up is that he said truth. The way we we can understand objective truth is that it matches reality. So if it doesn't match reality, which is I think I brought up last week about how truth and fact need to match, or theory and fact need to match, so that we know that it's, that is the truth. Meaning that, which is a scientific principle that that's where they got it from, right? If your theory ends up to come out as it comes out true or um, factual, then that's a truth. Then you know that's a truth. So then, okay. So then, what's Sam Harris's problem? Because he wants to derive truth from facts, from he, from yeah, from data. Hmm. 
so then, so then, what Jordan Peterson would say to that is that there's no way of uh, ordering those. Um, what is it? Rank Hier- ordering the hierarchy them to knowing, yeah, like creating the hierarchy based off of what's most important to least important, right? Right. So then, how do we continue that thought? You can say that there. Are, well, um, well, for me, it's all you know. When you look at things from the scientific perspective, or you look at right, you look at um, numbers, for example. That the old saying is numbers don't lie, mm-hmm. but people who use numbers lie. So you can twist and turn and right speculate on well. This isn't flattening the curve enough. We need to do something else. We need to find more cases and and apply more diagnosis to people who are on their deathbed dying, and you know they, had ter- they were terminally ill, but it just so happens that they had coronavirus, and so we're gonna just sneak it in there. Yeah, they got they got hit by a shark, but it was the the virus. It was the Rona. Yeah, yeah. So then. I'm just saying with Sam, somebody like Sam, it's very easy to manipulate what you're oh, hearing, what you're getting, yeah, what you're what you're evaluating, and then just turn it on its head and and say, "Oh, see, it's wrong." So you can pick and choose at will, at right? Because remember, convenience. Remember, I sent you that that meme, that picture about there's one thing that's true, and then there's another thing that's truth. And it has to do with perspective. Yeah. Right? Like if you see a, well, I guess it's like an emblem or an, or an ornament, right? And depending on the angle that you're looking at it, if it's lined up in front of a corner, the two walls, where, you know, where oh, two yeah, walls meet. Oh, yeah, the light, right? And the light from the right, it looks like the letter E. And then from the light from the, the left side, left-hand side, you know, it's it has a different, the shadow's different. But then if you're standing right in front of, diagonally right in front of the, the where the angles meet, where the walls meet, it's a totally different, it's a 3D picture. It's yeah. not, it's no longer 2D. It's. You're not, you're not seeing it as partial truth. You're seeing it as the whole truth. You're seeing the whole truth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's a good point. That's why you have to look into it. That's why you gotta look into that's it. That's what you were saying. You're saying about 2020 is a year of vision. And how people are, you know, watching the news and they're hearing this and that. And they're like, wait a minute. Especially when you have everyone at home with nothing else to do. Right. They're, they're going crazy. We're going crazy here. And they're worrying about their, what they're going to eat the next day. But I mean, they have time on their hands essentially. Right. Right. So they got more time to look into it. (laughs) Look into it. And not just that, but then you have to realize too, right, that. It's not a one size fits all type of solution. You know, there are some people that can take a little bit more risks because they're not, they don't meet the criteria for, for somebody who is at high risk mm-hmm. of being infected and possibly dying. And, and it's funny because even then, right, the, the news will highlight, they'll highlight people that, oh, this person was 34 and they were a decathlon athlete and, they got sick and, you know, after a week of being hospitalized. But then they don't tell you, oh, uh, this person had a heart attack at 25 or I don't know. Yeah. Something. They had diabetes or some other factor that, that played a part. 
right. played a factor into the factor. Hey, right. that's a lot of factors. Anyways, factor squared. Fact of the factors. So, I think what's what we're trying to say and what's what's important to highlight is that there's a lot of okay. So if we say that what we what we value is what we see, right? Our perception, like you were saying, our perception allows us to see the world based on our desires, right? Essentially, you know, we strive each day to, to let's say, accomplish a goal of, of, you know, you go to work and your goal is to, to complete a certain project or, you know, whatever the case may be. So that's what you're going to see because that's what you're valuing. That's what your value system, um, I guess, helps. So your value system is what helps you act out in the world and not go insane, right? Yeah. So then if you're if if what we're dealing with right now is coronavirus and rioting and and um civil unrest and then you're basically changing your value system to see whatever it is that you wanted to see, right? So then I don't know what I'm trying to go with this, but it's okay. We're just going to figure it out. Okay, well, so you're talking about the truth from reality or yeah. how some of us some of us can think up different ideas, different thoughts, there's different imaginations. And to us that might seem more real than than or true than reality. So like mm, yeah. recently with with Joe Biden uh picking Kamala Harris as his running mate for vice president. Right, we're people are seeing the old videos of them going at it at the debates. That little girl was me. Yeah, and you should have done more. Yeah, and it didn't seem like they liked each other. I mean, maybe they do, but seemed pretty vicious. If you look at the tapes, yeah, yeah. If you go back, it doesn't not look so like it, they it should be. It begs the question, right? Like of all the people that are out there, and again, we are we already know Joe said. He originally right that he was going to pick a woman of color as the basis for his for his running mate. Yep. What? Right. That's your criteria. That's your criteria. Not who's most qualified. Not who's you know experienced or has good ideas or no. It's just a matter of color and gender. Which I mean, I would argue is quite. Um rude or just inconsiderate well what's it right what's it saying about her capability yeah it's it, about her talent about her skills the table yeah well what does she have to bring to the table yeah. other than her, her skin, skin color, color and, her, and gender. her gender right or sex right depending on who you ask right because that goes out the window because i was like she's not the only like black female politician out there there's there's lots of them there's plenty to choose from. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be a reason why, right? And then if you think about how Biden's a transitional president, I think he said. Well, see, that's okay. This is the tinfoil hats coming on. Uh-oh. So that's where, and a lot of people may not be aware of it, but I guess that's kind of like the open secret right now as far as we don't care that Joe has onset dementia or Alzheimer's or... Something Some kind on. of cognitive yeah. memory issue going on. Because once he gets elected, 
then we can, you know, open up the Constitution and look at the 25th Amendment, right? That says? So that that amendment invokes the powers to remove a president, a sitting president, who is not medically able to perform their duties, whether that be through illness, sickness, coma, someone that's comatose, or in this case, Joe, who's incapacitated or does not have all, does not have all of his faculties put together. You didn't know about this? No, yeah, no, I do know. It's just now I'm thinking about it, how they basically put him put him to the front as a, it didn't matter that yeah there was there was you nope, know this is the plan, part of the that's it the looks least, like it right? that's what some people believe that this is all part of the plan that uh you know some circles will say it, this is a handpick by the elites for the democrats the elites now i'm starting to sound the like elites. alex jones <laughs> but uh yeah that she was basically handpicked that you know I mean, even if you go back to uh, what was it, the debates and whatnot when they were trying to find out, and we were there were the who was it, not the primaries, but who the candidate would be for for the Democratic Party, right? The Democratic presidential debates. There yeah. you go. You had Biden doing okay, but it seemed like um, Bernie Sanders was doing. Bernie had a lot of steam. Yeah, he had heat. like a lot of of support. He had a uprising. Even like the Yang Gang seemed decent even though i don't think that was going to go too far but you had a lot of enthusiasm for the other candidates i would say probably bernie most people cared there were certain candidates that it seemed like people cared up to follow to hear them out yeah yeah andrew yang was one of them bernie's one of them elizabeth Uh, warren somewhat yeah kind of sort of there tulsi did tulsi But then all of a sudden you had like three four candidates drop out and then endorse joe joe biden doesn't say Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Joe Biden, right? And then, lo and behold, he said he's going to pick a, a woman of color. Lo and behold, it's the one woman of color that totally bashed on he's him. He's very much at odds with. But then, like you're saying, the 25th Amendment? Yeah. It says that the sitting president can be removed if they're not capable they're of performing their duties. Or sickly or ill or, right, they can't perform their duties. Due to a medical, due to medical reasons, so it looks it looks as though this was all planned out. There's no way. There's there's only so many coincidences as I use as coincidences. Coincidences, as you would say, right? I mean, you just look at all the different pieces of evidence, and you can come up with different conclusions. But the, this is seems like a really good conclusion. Yeah, that's interesting. That's really fun times. Yeah. So again, what? What are, you, what are you perceiving? What are you seeing? What are you discerning, right? Discernment. That's, that was the word I was trying to go for. I mean, that's the, that's the whole point, right? Is is to discern, going back to Scripture, you want to be able to discern Scripture and, and read it and be able to understand, well, is this telling me, can I find confirmation to what is said in New Testament, Old Testament, whatnot, right? Can you find truth through witnesses, as it says, and then understanding that that that's a confirmation from God, right? Then that you would say that my theory is is a fact now, because I've okay. found evidence to show that. I okay, should. okay. So in that train of thought, remember last week when Pastor Lisel was mentioning how this whole COVID thing, pandemic, even though 
this isn't the first time humanity's gone through a pandemic. It's just that this is the first time in our modern era that we've gone to the point where it's affecting everybody. Yeah. But uh, it's not even the most deadly pandemic. But anyways, remember when he was stating how it's going to have very long-term effects, like uh, 9-11, where people that were around or, or adults during 9-11 they remember how things were before 9-11 as far as air travel is concerned and, you know, having to, to go through the metal detectors and having your bags checked and whatnot. It was very lenient back in the day. And now he's like, so we can expect things are going to be different once this is all, you know. Once that, that settles. Yeah, that uh, because of fear or panic or what have you, security, reasons for security and safety, that there are going to be some things that are no longer going to, they're not going to play out the same. All the same. Okay. Yeah. So like the one I, the one I thought of or the one I, I can see right now, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you've uh, experienced or not, but entering a building or an office or a store or what have you. And there you're gone. You're going through the questionnaire of coronavirus. Have you, how have you had a, a oh, spike yeah. in your fever temperature at the hospitals for sure for the last two days have you been in contact with anybody yada 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 right and so now what are, what else are they doing hmm? physically oh social social distancing no no, no. When, when when they're when they're having us oh temperature check okay so what is it and where do they check your forehead forehead okay with a little device, right? Little, it looks like a little like ray gun or something. Okay, funky, right? So for me, I, I see that and I look at scripture. I stack it up to scripture, talking about the mark of the beast and how with the mark of the beast, it's going to be required of everybody to either have the mark of the beast or the name or the symbol of the beast on their foreheads or on their right yeah. hands. Dude, bro, order- you're freaking me out right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... No, you're not just saying. No, I am. No, I'm just saying, like, maybe this you're is saying. one way to condition us to, and so that we can look back. Like Pastor said, hey, remember the days when you could just walk into a store and you don't have to wait in line and, and you were asked all these questions and then there's this little scanner that, you know, they check on your head to make sure that you're not, you're not running a fever? Oh, man. I'm just saying it's one of the things that I I didn't hear that. I, uh, I wasn't on line. That, that was last Wednesday. I couldn't you weren't on? finish it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of been... I've been all over the place. Uh, what do you mean? What's going on? For reasons of <laughs> a new boy. But anyway, <laughs> um, that's just one of the things that that's that stood out to me that I was... And I mean, it's not like a universal thing right now yet. It's freaky, anyway. though. It, it's but possible. I'm saying... Yeah, I'm saying like... And now everyone... Now we're being conditioned that, oh, you need to wait in line to get in. And now they're going to ask you all these questions, and guess what? There's a little device that scans your forehead real quick. Yeah. See if quick you're okay to, pain, to come in. Painless. Yeah. It's fine. It's just part of living life now. Right. Giving your data away, it's fine. It's, it's for security and security, safety, yeah. right? Because, again, security and safety. Everyone wants to be Anakin Skywalker and prevent people from dying. Yep. Thanos. Half the population. I think it was Joe today. Joe was talking about the masks and how he would make it mandatory and he would hope that all governors would mandate masks to be worn because we could save up to anywhere 
from up to 40,000 lives. Don't do it, Joe. <laughs> Don't do it. You're moving to Texas because you want more freedom and you're saying mandate, mask. No, no, this is Joe Biden, not Joe oh, Rogan. Oh, my I God, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. I was very upset with you. Sorry. Joe <laughs> Biden, of course. Why wouldn't I believe this? <laughs> yeah, because I, th- I guess uh, Trump said something. He, may- he responded or I forget what, what exactly, but... It's interesting the whole mark of the beast, right? And how if you think about freedom, right? And you think about the US and, and how everyone is so I mean, anyone who who's interested in liberty and freedom and you know, the right to self preservation and pro- and private property private property would look at that. No, bro, that's all an, an illusion. Property. That's just you know social construct and whatnot, <laughs> just like everything else. What do you mean? What do you mean money? Money? Capitalism? Ugh. What is that? Actually, I saw someone on my Instagram have the hammer and sickle. It's part of their uh, Instagram. Post. That's that's part of their right to jail campaign. Yeah, I guess capitalism isn't. Um, I guess fat capitalism is looked down upon nowadays, even though it's. Brought more people out of poverty, even around the world. But anyways, we won't bring that Whatever. Up. Inconvenient truth, right? Inconvenient facts. It'll be fine. But if you look at that, at that, at the idea or scripture as relates to Mark of the Beast and, and not being able to, to do anything, basically, without having that. If you think about, you know, tyrannical governments and, and we're talking about security and safety, safety and security. You know, you got to get patted down by some some greasy hands at the TSA because uh, no very qualified agent. Yeah, it's not right, but you know, we deal with it because we think it's it's gonna since, bring us some peace. Since we're looking into it and talking about it, can I just read the scripture real fast? Absolutely, reference? Let's do this. This is uh, Revelation thirteen verse sixteen through eighteen. He causes all, both small and great rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or, or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is a number of a man. His number is 666, or 666, I really want to look at it. Since I know 666 sounds really scary. Yeah. But... A, a number of a man, a name of a man. So some scholars, some historians have broken this down, and they said what he was referring to, as far as again, he was John was writing a letter, and in order for him to communicate this in a non cryptic, right, in a non uh, uh, implicating way, yeah, was to kind of be cryptic about it. And I guess when you break down, look into the historical uh, look into sig- <laughs> historical significance of those numbers put together, that at the time he was referring to Nero, which was the emperor of Rome. I know, but how how did we get there, or how do how did we come to that conclusion about the six 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 being Nero? Yeah, I saw a documentary one time and it broke <laughs> it down book. a little bit. But no, like, so what's like, like the quick kind of? Oh, because Nero. Book? He was a crazy person who was a tyrant dictator of the, at the time that ruled the most powerful government empire of the known world at the time. And so in order for him to illustrate this tyrannic, tyrannical evil figure, 
he had nothing else to compare it to but Nero at the time. So to compare it to Nero um, in terms of like the future. Right. Revelation meaning prediction, I guess you could Revelation say. Revelation of Christ. Yeah. yeah. According meaning, to John yeah. on the island of, uh, I'm forgetting the name. Those are the P. Darn. You lose me here. Palamos? No, not Palamos. If anyone has not read Revelations in the Bible, I would recommend it. It's quite um, trippy, if you will. There's a lot in there. So then what, what Revelation is talking about and it relates to Mark of the Beast is that one world government, I think is how it's said, right? Or one world order. or I forget how you say it in the in with the words that the describe in scripture in scripture, well, you're not you're gonna have to give me some time, sir. You have to look into it. Yeah, got to look into it and see what it says. Um, but yeah, th- this is not one of those conspiracy theory Alex Jones type one world government, but it's actual Patmos. That's the name of the island. Patmos. Greek island. Yeah, the Greeks. Sorry, guys. So, um. Alex Jones always talks about this one world government, you know, World Trade Organization and whatnot. Uh, the New World Order. The New World Order. I mean, it's it's an actual thing. It's, uh, it's, it's from scripture. It's not something that was just made up. And the whole point being is that, uh, is it Satan, right? Is going to... The Antichrist. The Antichrist Satan will come beast. to bring peace to the world and basically try to rule over the earthly realm. Um, and then... The coming of Christ, the second coming, will be that whole ordeal of um, what is it, the rapture, right? That's all part of it, and uh, so it's, it's just a good time. Good times, yeah. It's just a regular week here in the Revelation world. <laughs> whatever week means, whatever that means, whatever that is. That's so interesting. Yeah. So, as it relates to like the whole liberty and freedom thing. And the mark of the beast, if you think about how Jesus said, I come to give you life and life more abundantly, right? Mm-hmm. And then as it says, as it says, uh, says, I forget where exactly, but that the, um, what is it? The, the is it, he says Antichrist or how does he describe Satan? Where? I'm sorry. Um, the enemy came to kill, steal, and destroy. To kill, steal, and destroy. Was it he said enemy? Or I forgot how he described him. It's uh Sorry, let me I can look that up. No, no, I got it. Young Jimmy, it's, pull it's, it up. It's comparing, it's comparing Christ's nature, his right, purpose. Yeah. It's, it's contrasting, contrasting, yeah. yeah con- contrasting the two. So, yeah, so the Antichrist, um, Satan, devil, is his nature is to kill, steal, and destroy, right? So then... It's it's to do that, but it's also more directly to, in a sense, mimic and distort the image of Christ and what right. he did. That's probably the biggest component of it. Right. Is to imitate, right? And to... In a mocking... Like a pseudo, a pseudo Jesus, in right. a sense. So then... Jesus came to free... Free the, set the captives free. Set the captives free versus the mark of the beast would be to, to enslave. enslave. Right. Right. So then there's a long-witted way of saying that in the U.S., we 
I guess you could say we put it on the pedestal, right? Or the highest value is liberty and freedom. For some. For some, again, right? Depending on who you're talking to. But because if, yeah, go, sorry, go ahead. So it's, it's important that we realize and recognize why it is that we believe this or why we value that so much, why that's part of the culture, the American culture. Again, why we value liberty and freedom is that it's scripturally true. It's, it's, it's from it, God. It's, it's correct. It's correct. It's, there yeah. you go. Real quick, John ten ten. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So thief is how it's described. Yeah. And the scripture reference as far as him having control, the the, the Antichrist, it says uh, in the same chapter 13, Revelation 13, then he, verse 6. Then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. And it was granted to him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. So that's where the idea of, or at least part of it, yeah, comes that he, yeah, he's going to uh, take over. So he he wants to be able to rule over the earthly kingdom essentially. Yeah. Because again, if you go to um what was it the temptation, that was what Satan was trying to do to, to be like God. Yeah. Saying that if if you are truly Jesus' son, then you will he will come to save you if you're if you're hungry and you can have the the kingdoms of the world and whatnot. So yeah, that's so interesting. I don't think I've I've, I mean, obviously, right, I'm still un, trying to understand Scripture and whatnot, but that's a really interesting and important point. And there's a reason why that's so valuable. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, as you're saying, right, the 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 repercussion, repercussions of 9-11 and the repercussions of the coronavirus and you going into a hospital or a store and getting your, your forehead scanned or, you know, you're getting a chip in your hand to say that you're clean. I know someone has made that argument that we need to have green zones or something to that effect. Well, that, remember there was, yeah, there was that talk of that national database. The database that, that, Bill, the, that Bill Gates was trying to get behind. Contact tracing. Yeah. So those are all kind of like, Again, this is as though, yeah. as though we've never had to that deal was, with a yeah. pandemic. And, right, we we're just, we're just so... We're so quick to be like, oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, we should just, everybody just take this pill. it sounds nice. It sounds compassionate. It sounds like the right thing to do, right? We that's have it the all whole figured point. out. Yeah, that's the point, right? It sounds like the right thing to do. Even though we don't know what's right and wrong if it hit in our face. If it hit, if it was, what? If it slapped you in the face. If it slapped you in the face. Thank you so much, Lee. There you go. <laughs> yes. So it's it's like to me uh this is so it's so challenging because again if if we if we can loop back in uh Peterson to tell the truth or at least don't lie to allow your to not allow your children to do anything that upsets oh, you or annoys you I thought you were going to say assume that the person you are listening to might know something you don't Oh that's why I listen to you all the time, man. Or be precise in your speech. Or. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. 
<laughs> no, that 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 was one of my favorite chapters is don't let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. Because what you want to do is you want to raise competent adults. Actually, I was thinking about this earlier that, you know, how people say like, oh, we want to have a baby. But they're only a baby for like maybe the first year, if that. Little it's baby. like a short window. Little baby? It's like we're setting ourselves up for so much failure because... I just want them to be, just stay at that age, right? There's people that say, that. Yeah. oh, I wish they could just stay at that age. No, you're going to have a, you're gonna have oh, you're, an adult. You're, you're putting together an adult, people. You're assembling an adult. <laughs> like, I know it sounds so weird, but like, no, that's you're not having a kid, you're having an adult. Right. Because that's the, the longest time they're going to be you're, alive as an, as an adult. That's, how do I put it? That's our way as humans to tap into... Somewhat, I guess. This is kind of being meta, but this is our way of tapping into eternal life. Or Whoa, what? Right. Because we're we're creating life out of our own cells because we can't obtain immortality. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you're saying. So how do we do it? We just pass it along to... It's a lot easier in Spanish because in Spanish you have the word criatura. Like... It's literally like your creation, your creature. Oh. It's a, it's a very very descriptive way of saying like a continuance of your life is in your children. What is um, Darwin? Sexual selection. Right. That That's the psychology. That's a, of, that's a, 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 what do you call it? A side effect of yeah. extending your life. Is right. Sexual selection, right? So... Consciously or subconsciously, right? That's This is why people procreate. This is why people get married. This is why people raise a family. It's because, well, I can't live forever, but all these things that I gained, whether that's right financial gain or whether that's... You're blowing my mind right now, by the way. Uh, in, in wisdom, whether that's tradition, religion, culture, whatever, whatever it is, the things that you value, you're instilling that all that in your kid. And your children's, and like you're saying, they're going to be adults one day. And so do you want adults that are competent, that are independent, that are uh, highly functional, that are, right, that can that can survive on their own? <laughs> that treat others? Treat others with respect? With respect and dignity? Okay, I don't, don't, I mean... I never even thought about these things, but this is like... Yeah, you did. That's why you have a child. That's why you have a children's. I know, but I didn't think about this consciously. It just happened. No, did it? No, it didn't just happen. I remember you talking about... Yeah, we, I mean, we... Want to have a family. Planned it, you can say. But not really. We didn't plan it because I think we talked about the whole, like, the guy that prayed over us and mm-hmm. it all happened when it did. Okay, this is okay. I'm like, I feel like you broke me right now because, sir, I'm, sir, what are you doing? I'm digesting everything <laughs> you're saying right now because my mind is completely just broken. So our way of tapping into immortality is to have children, right? So that's the point of of recreation. That's why we have a, such a strong drive to have people would say babies, but you're 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 having an adult. You're having a version of yourself. Essentially, you're copying. It's, your, a, it's a copy, copy and paste. Yeah, you're copying and pasting your genetics at the very right. like basic level, but at the higher order level, you're you're passing on your tradition, your culture, your language, your food, that's, your dress. That's why you do need to to um, discriminate is such a negatively toned word, but you have to discriminate though. 
when it comes to selecting a uh, life partner or a partner to procreate with. And that's why, actually, Michael Malice and uh, Theo, Theo Russell were talking about how... Thaddeus Russell. Thaddeus Russell. Wow, you know these guys. So, Some of them. So, I mean, sorry. So they were talking about like, power and influence when it comes to workplace environments. Why it makes sense that there's, there, there would be um, sexual tensions in the workplace. Because if you have male and female in a workplace well, and you're with them for 40 hours a week, which is more than you would be at home. Like what Jordan Peterson said, yeah, we're spending more time with our coworkers right. than we are with our own families. They brought up the whole lipstick thing, right? It, and it's this signaling. is only This is an experiment that we've been doing for the last 60 years, so we don't exactly know what we're doing. If this is a good thing or a bad thing, it, right. This is... I'm so, so excited right now because I feel like we're, we're like... If this is something that's yeah. even worthwhile, is it worth doing? And it's true because it's like you don't pick your, your coworkers... A lot of times, it's just a random selection of people that you you have no absolutely no say in. It's the ultimate dating app, and you're <laughs> and you're put you're putting together this team of people, and you're saying, figure it out amongst yourselves how to go, how you're going to do this, how you're going to go about it. Get just just get along. I don't want to have to talk to the HR director. It makes sense why all these different shows are so popular. Big Brother and the Island stuff and the. <laughs> Go find your romantic partner, bachelor, and all that. Like, it, it makes sense because Repo Nine One One, Repo Nine One One. You know which one that I'm talking yeah. about? <laughs> That's a good one. The tow truck people. Yeah. Oh man. Wow, I actually did. I that was actually a decent show. Yeah, uh, it was. It's, it's still pretty, on. Is it? Yeah. It's dramatic. I mean, it's got a lot of drama and excitement and whatnot. So make sure you pay your car bill. A lot of people are buying new cars. I it's always a it poor is. person with a really expensive car. Yeah, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> I apologize on behalf of all the poor people. People with really expensive cars. <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. So, you know, if you don't have money, it's hard to manage it when you do have it. So, um, okay. So, this is just mind-blowing. Hashtag Dave Ramsey. Hashtag Dave Ramsey. <laughs> debt is, uh, don't be a slave to debt. We're almost there, actually. We're almost out of debt. Oh, my God. I mean, uh, okay. Okay. Debt. You're You're a slave to debt. Let's not go into that right now. I want to stay on this track. Okay, so, but that is that is our modern form of slavery, right? It's debt. It is. It absolutely is. That's why we we get upset about U.S.'s uh, history when it comes to slavery. But it, the United States of America is at twenty four trillion dollars in debt right now. Currently, <laughs> the, the what is it? The government spending. We keep going through government spending and increases. That's why I think a lot of people are upset with the U.S.'s history with slavery because it had nothing to do with debt necessarily, right? It was more ser- servitude. Servitude? Is that the word? Are you t- Indentured servitude. In, in it de- had nothing to do with debt. Did right. It? And it has a lot, there's a lot more to it than just yeah. bringing over people from a certain continent. Yeah. But point being is that, again, wow. Okay. I, I want to get, get back on the whole like. Ch- having children? Yeah. Okay. Because if you think about it, I, I was, I mean, I, I thought I, you start thinking these things, and that, right? And just to, I can clarify, I'm not saying that that's exactly what it is, that having children is a way of tapping into immortality. I'm just saying no, psychologically, know, but, that's what some have said, that that's what they go through. And, and that's, it's like my way of, of still being alive when, after I'm gone. There's something here, my legacy, my history, my, on, yeah. my, like my grandpa, he, something. Something, something. I need to leave something meaningful behind, and what better way to do it than to 
Why do you think? Why? I always, I always, I was always upset by this. But like, if you don't know your history or or something like that, where you came from, you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going. Yeah. So that makes to me, if you put those together, makes more sense. Why? Because I always hated that. Because I'm like, I don't even know anything about my family history. What to do? Like, where am I from? I can be from anywhere. So I did the ancestry stuff, which you can. Debate if that's interesting, right? accurate or what, what have you. Yeah. So it makes sense if you think about if you don't know your family history, especially right, then you don't know anything about who you are. Where they that been, plays a big part in that. Where they come from? Which uh, Peterson actually uh, brings up. Um, is it Jung or I forget who it was? But one of the people he brings up all the time, Carl Jung. I think he said that Michi? your your um, the memories of your ancestors. ancestors. Are and are within it's 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 um, the hardwired da- the, into the our data DNA. is hardwired yeah. into your yeah it's it's that it it's there I mean I'm kind of my I feel like I, I broke a little bit you broke me a little bit because I'm like <laughs> excited because it makes so much sense but then I want to be able to like keep pushing the idea because it makes it makes sense why people especially it's interesting because why would women have I would say women have a stronger desire they were created we could say God. Scripturally, God created women to have children and, and bear and, and carry for and care for, and care for literally after the birth. And then you have men, and I think about this especially because they do have a daughter. Like the hope is that I help to instill what it is that she would look for in a man in a weird and you mean like truth, like, something like truth, something like truth and honor and and respect and and because. That's you're, what I you, would. You really are about raising these childrens. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> your own children. They're the future. That's why they say they're the future. <laughs> children are a future. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, the hope is that you would. I mean, that's why it's so important to have two parents. I mean, you can argue, man and woman. That's bro, why it wasn't. Bro, that's so counterculture right now. Right? I mean, let's go. What are we doing here? <laughs> We're gonna get canceled. We, well, no one's even listening. <laughs> no one right? Just, just, just our, we said just our moms. Yeah, just our moms, and uh, they're very proud. Oh my of us. god, Miko, why did you say that? <laughs> I'm very proud of you, but don't say that like <laughs> don't that. Don't say that again. Don't talk about us like that. <laughs> so okay. So then, okay. I, I guess my my whole thing earlier about the whole science versus like, I was gonna say that that the scriptures could be like. General truth is how Peterson, I think, would could potentially describe it. Right? It's it's not. Um, he says that scripture isn't historical. Some of it, at least, right, as it relates to like Genesis and creation and whatnot. Like it's that they weren't scientists. The people who wrote it the, wasn't a scientific book. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it wasn't a scientific book. It wasn't describing um, data, data, or anything that. It relates to that. It was describing scientific how it is you have to live, huh? Scientific discovery. Yeah, right. It was. It was. It, it's describing humanity. Humanity, but it, life. It's it's describing a culture. It's describing a way we ought to live. The culture of faith. The culture of faith. Did we just come up with something? A different way to describe the Bible. Are we? Are we? Is this it? Well, just. Are we, has there, has just anyone read, ever said this before? Just read. I don't know. Probably. I hope just, not. Just read about it. It's all. It's all. That's, that's the thing, right? That's what we've learned in Maybe, Bible study too. Hmm? <laughs> Go wait. What? 
I don't want to be like that. I'm going to be like, oh, we came up with something new. Oh, my God, we're so special. Well, maybe for... For me, it's new. I for, it's for moms to look into who came... <laughs> I was there listeners, but I'm like, no, no, no. Our moms. Our mom. Hey, mom. The culture of faith. Because that's what we're talking about, right? That you're instilling your children's with certain beliefs or certain... The children, truths. yeah. Um, what was I going to say? But scripture harps scripture. on the whole point of scripture that... <laughs> Scripture? scripture scripture harps on the whole point of scripture scripture harps on the idea that if you do not be as a child that you will not inherit the kingdom or something like that kingdom of god the kingdom of god mm-hmm. so there's something to that and then you think about the whole jeffrey epstein and the child trafficking and um all the different wayfair the conspiracy theories that are out there about the um, abuse of children and the trafficking of children. You've heard about the, the and I'm kind of making a little quick detour, but you heard about the one with the detention centers, right? The immigration Oh, yeah, centers. yeah, that they were giving them estrogen or something like that in no. California? No, not that one. Oh, there's, an, there's another story. one? Just Did the, you hear about that one in California? I haven't. Okay. There's no, that but one. I was, because you're talking about the whole child trafficking thing, and I still need to... Look into, it, even though it's a horrible story. You need to look into it. No, I don't know if you had heard that uh, some of the people disputing the detention centers, they're saying or they're At claiming the that you know how the whole the whole thing about children, there's children being locked up in cages and the outrage behind it. Oh yeah. Okay, so part of the problem is that the system's all messed up the, because of policy, really bad policies, where because the children are assumed to have parents that are but also detained that the policy is when it's a friend of the family or a family member or Mexican uh, you can or give guardian they are able to come into contact with the detention centers and be processed to have the children released but because of these really 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 bad policies they don't actually ha- have to provide um positive ID for legal status in the United States because well, if mom is an illegal immigrant and Dia is going to come pick her up, it just the possibility is that she's also an illegal immigrant. So that's like a no, like what is it? Um, don't ask, don't tell type yeah. of thing. Yeah. But now there's there's been cases where there's children that are getting picked up and they can no longer track them. Hmm. I don't like that because again, you don't have to ask. For any who so and so is, where they're from, where they live, where the, where's the child going, and so a lot of people are are, are like a, talking about twenty twenty vision, opening their eyes to the fact that this is a really not only is this like a really bad uh, system we have, it's a really bad policies that are leading to children going missing. Super shady, yeah. And so some people are connecting that with the whole the whole traffic ring. That these children are being processed. They don't know if they've been sold or they've been traded from other countries or and elsewhere. That, that just makes everything, as it relates um, to the argument, that anyone would, would want open borders, right? Because we don't know who's, if they're, what they're saying is true or not. How do we know if, you know, this child was abducted, this child wasn't, this child was sold, this child, you know? This child we was, would want more information right. coming out of the border. What's going on? Who's coming? Where are you going? What's what? Because right. if you don't do that, then you allow this to happen. Right. Because that, that's, that's just one I heard that a lot of these kids that are being brought over the border and they're purposefully being set with, I guess, handlers, people that aren't 
their friends or family for the sole purpose of being brought to the U.S., being detained, and then they're just processed through the system. Wow, this took a really dark turn. I'm sorry to, <laughs> to have done that. I just... It's important, though. No, it's well, important. Well, because, again, like, yeah. was it last week? No, not last week. Two weeks ago. July 31st. Wasn't that the Couple Child weeks. Awareness Day? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, uh, we actually we, uh, we were going to an appointment over in uh, Newport Beach, and there was people out saying, even kids saying that we're not for sale, and, you and know, so why, this number and whatnot. Okay. So going back to, like, the media and hearing this about corona and that about the civil unrest, Black Lives Matter, and police right? brutality, police brutality, and, and all these things, and it's like, okay, well, at what point of the pecking order are we going to put in this whole pedophilia ring that's worldwide with elites, right? That has ties to the music industry, that's ties to Hollywood. Oh yeah, Hollywood. political, <laughs> political. Can't leave out Hollywood, right? Right. So it's like, at what point is this? Is the media going to talk about this? Because it's we, okay. So. It's, like I said, like Catholic Church too, unfortunately. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like at, this year, every it seems like everybody's getting uh, their 15 minutes to be talked about their cause, or so. At what point is the media going to talk about this? Because everyone else is getting a uh, talking point. Everyone's getting their 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. See. Oh. Um. Actually, hopefully, we have them on. Um, the the guy we're trying to get on for next Tuesday, he mm-hmm. said he's confirmed. So he's big. He's big on this. So hopefully we can go into a little bit more. Actually, it was a good segue. Um, we were going to do the twelve rules, but I think <laughs> canceled. We're going to take a little detour into Cancel this culture showed topic. Up. It's as not right as now. Everything is as long as everything gets lined up for Tuesday. We will. I think we're going to go into a little, a little bit more because I know he's been looking into it. Yeah. Um. He's been harping on it and talking about it. He's like, hey, what's going on? Like, why aren't we talking about, like, what you're saying? Why is this not Everyone on else gets talked about. Yeah. So hopefully we can't go into it next Tuesday. So I think this is a great transition into what we're going to talk about on <laughs> next week. Um, interesting that you brought this up. <laughs> I didn't bring it up. I thought you did. You did. I did? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, but it worked out perfectly because we'll, we'll, we'll get into Pearson eventually because I think next week. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to the children's. I'd rather honestly talk about this than Peterson. The babies. Yeah, because that's it's here and now. And I think Peterson, we, we always can bring him up because um, well, obviously. that's still important. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. I think we can um, go ahead and land this one then because I think we can continue the discussion to next Tuesday. I'm hoping that everything works out. Hopefully people look into it. And hopefully people look into it. Please do. Do your research. Figure things out. I mean, it's pretty sad what's going on out there. And, I mean, obviously there's a lot of um, important things to discuss as it relates to the culture and postmodernism and Marxism and the whole nine as it relates to, you know, these re-education camps that we were reading earlier on, on our Twitter thread, our uh, in, group chat thread so there's definitely a lot going on but i think this is yeah this is this one's this this is one of those you gotta we gotta help bubble up to the surface because it's very important gabriel's all over the place today i've been all over the place his head spinning yeah this episode is a real closer ride as you said earlier (laughs) it's on fire it's on fire everything else around us yeah it's probably a good thing that a lot of people don't listen to this 
because we we actually might bring some awareness to important things. I don't know. You mean red pills? Yeah, we might bring some red pills, even though the creators of Matrix are not very happy with the conservatives. You for can't red say that. How dare you? This, this is, is our, our thing. You're, you're supposed to interpret our art the way we, we, want you we intended yeah. you to. You should have known from the beginning, of course. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was a fun one. Wasn't it? I think the second half really, uh, we turned up the heat. They had, they had us in the first half. Yeah, yeah they had us in the first half. But we turned around in the second half. <laughs> it was. You know why, though? Because we looked into it. We, As long as you keep looking <laughs> into it. <laughs> You're going to get somewhere. Shout out to Eddie Bravo. <laughs> Santanero. Orale. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a fun one. I think so. Like you said, it was a good uh, introduction to the future of Gabriel and Lee at the Crossroads, at least for the next uh, coming weeks, as far as talking to our guest and the subject of what you just brought up, brought up about, or that I brought up. Um, and uh, yeah, Jordan Peterson eventually. All right. We'll see you all soon. And, uh, Hopefully you can share us. Um, we have an Instagram handle. We do. If you want to give us a follow, that'd be nice. Share with your friends. That way we can get the word out because um, we're just, we're hitting all the important topics out there. We want to get into the trending stage eventually. The fancy hashtags. Yeah, well, let's get us a hashtag. A hashtag. Hat, hat attack. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gabriel and Lee at the crossroads. It's our uh, handles at uh, at G and L underscore ATC. All right. You heard it here, folks. Give us a follow if you can. Share. Let people know we're on currently Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts. We'll be expanding our horizons quite soon here to uh, different formats or not formats, but different platforms. Platforms. So uh, keep an eye on, on, on all those things and uh, – We'll hear from you'll hear from you'll hear from us real soon. And have a good night. Good night.